Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. I'm Spoke affiliated from the city of gyms. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast. This is episode 34. Brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. We got the homeboy, Anthony Brown, known to most of us as Tone. Uh, Tone has spent most of his career uh, as a facility director for uh, a bunch of professional stadiums. Um, I believe Oreo, um, as well as Tropicana, um, and a few others. But we go, you said Natty? Yeah, he represented what, Paul Brown? PB. That's what's happening. But we'll let Tone hop into his background here shortly. You know what I mean? Um, it's my last day last night in Mexico. So if y'all see this bottle come across y'all screen, y'all know why. <laughs> 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 I got I got a little bit, little bit of tequila to kill, but you know what I'm saying? We're gonna hop into these beer reviews like we always do about this time. Let's kick it over to uh, my homie. Mr. Watson is can beat up. Mm-hmm. What you sipping yes, on sir. tonight, brother? Let's yeah, it. let's talk about it, man. Um, I went with something a little different. This ain't your normal craft beer. Um, it's from Sierra Nevada. Yeah, oh, okay. I mess with Sierra Nevada. It's a barrel aged joint. I didn't know they made barrel aged joints, but this is um, barrel aged in a Kentucky bourbon. Um, it's an imperial stout. You can see it. Check out a box. Look like coffee. Off, off the smell alone, it's, it's man, Hold on, what kind of mug is that, man? <laughs> hey, man, let's hold on, hold on. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because this man, is looks over. like you have a shot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who can't see this, this is I call an overkill cup. Tone said as big as my head. <laughs> it's, it's huge. It probably could fit about two and a half beers in here. Okay. So 16 ounces at that. So it's huge if you can't see this. Um, this right here is chocolate. It's sweet. It's boozy. I haven't had this one. So we're going to see what it do. You said it's boozy? Boozy. Boozy. <laughs> boozy. <laughs> boozy. <laughs> He, he's already gone over there off of that. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm, this is going to be a fun pod, man. Now, this guy's over there with some of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about this right here. Let's talk about it because you don't look impressed. Well, it's not bad. I just cracked it, so it's not not room temperature, but it has the flavors hasn't, hasn't come up yet, so yeah. it's still kind of cold. But it's not bad at all. Um, I could taste that sweetness. Definitely taste that. It's eleven percent, so it's got some some Will Smith smack to it. Oh, um, oh, man! I thought we man. wasn't touching that, man. Oh, man, we oh. we we, we did well. To, we did well to avoid to avoid it on the Instagram and this guy. So let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, guess, I guess we have to discuss it, man. Right. Well, let me get let me get through this review first, and then I'll tell you how I feel about it. <laughs> um, this is not a bad beer. Um. Uh, you know, 11% um, chocolate, it's boozy, it's, it's, it's smooth, 
It doesn't have a lot of um, bite to it. Um, What's the flavor supposed to be? What do you mean? Uh, it, on, chocolate, vanilla, okay. coffee, espresso, you know. Okay, so I got you. It's, it's, it's decent. Like I said before in, in previous pods, I don't like coffee, but in a beer, it's good. I got you. So I'm giving this a, it's a solid four for mine. Nice. So once again, what was the price a, point on there? Uh, I bought this as a single. I think I bought this for like maybe like four and some change. I ain't bad. Yeah. Did you say the ABV too? ABV is uh, 11. eleven nine. Oh, yeah. Eleven hey, nine. Yeah, eleven nine. Ooh, okay. You and Blast are killing the double digits, man. Yeah, that's, I got a double digits tonight. This isn't like any other uh, Sierra Nevada. They don't normally go this high. So eleven nine is, you know. Like yeah, I that's said, up there, man. Yeah. Barrel age is pretty good. So once again, I get us a four. It got decent can work, man. You said narwhal? Yeah, yeah narwhal. narwhal. Okay. Once again, Sierra Nevada, narwhal, barrel age, 11.9. I'll let y'all get to y'all reviews before I let y'all know what I think about that Will Smith joint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're going to slide it over to Blast, man. What you got, brother? Yeah, I, I'll just uh, give a little background, man. Uh, you know, it is March, and we're still celebrating Women's History Month. And uh, he sent around a um, list uh, that listed a, quite a few women-owned or women-impacted um, breweries around the country. And uh, I, I think there were, you know, three or four of those that were in Cincinnati. And one of them was, like, right around the corner from my house. Um, so I went up to, I believe it's pronounced Fibonacci Brewing um, in Mount Healthy. Um, and I went to go check them out. Uh, very nice people. Um, I'm going to shout out Betty Bolas, the president of the company and co-founder. Um, I forget the bartender's name, but, you know, she let me sample quite a few things, gave me some background. They, uh, they're almost like a farm and they, uh, you know, use a lot of fresh ingredients with their brew or whatever. So, I, you know, I found that pretty cool. Um, and, you know, they served me up with this nice... Uh, Oh yeah, Fibonacci, by the way, is a is a mathematical process or something like that, man. If y'all want to get more into it, you can look it up. But everything that they do, I guess, is, you know, has a background in math or something to do with uh Mount Healthy. But I got do this they, bottle um, tonight. I was gonna say, do they grow their own hops? I don't know if they grow their own hops, but I know they source source a lot from you know the farms around. She gave me a couple of names, but okay. um, this is a it says B-A, and I think she pronounced it Mayard, and it's a maple cinnamon pastry stout. Uh, this joint, I mean, it was bottled on the 18th of this month, so it's fresh. Um, it's 11.8, so B-Dub got me by a point, or a tenth of a point, rather. Um, it's 13 IBU. This is their second batch, and it's bottle number four. And let me see if I can do this justice and get it in the screen or whatever. <laughs> Little a little fancy, bit. Little fancy bottle. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice bottle. It ran me uh, 10 bucks. They, it is 500 milliliters, so whatever that translates to. It's a pretty decent-sized bottle. Um, but we got a nice dark pour here. Definitely getting that cinnamon off the nose. Yeah, that's tasty, man. I mean, y'all know me. Y'all know I enjoy you know, those sweet beers. So they definitely hit the note with the maple and the cinnamon. I'm going to give this a, a four and a half. Jeez. It's good, man. And, and, it's, and it's warming up. I had to 
chill it real quick and bring it back up to temperature. So it's been sitting for maybe 30 minutes. But yeah, shout out to Fibonacci. Y'all doing y'all's thing. I definitely want to slide back over there. They have, you know, only half of the menu available. And they said on the weekend, the other half of the beer menu is available because in their bigger location. So I definitely want to slide back through. Are they new to the area or they've been around for a while? You know what? I, I've seen it <clears throat> several times when I'm, you know, driving by or whatever. It's just, you know, uh, it's it's not been my thing until kind of we started our thing to just pop up in a brewery. You know, I, I just go in the store and get it or whatever. But, you know, as y'all know, a lot of places that are new or newer, you know, you can't get the brew in the store. You got to go to the brewery. So, right. you know, once I knew that they were female owned and it was five minutes away from me, you know, it wasn't no excuse anymore. I was like, all right, let me go check this spot out. I dropped off, um, you know, a couple of our cars. They said they were going to check us out. So, you know, hopefully uh, we make a decent connection there. Fibonacci? Fibonacci, yeah. Fibonacci. All right. I guess it's on me. Yeah, that leaves um, me. That leaves me. So once again, man, Last night in Cabo, San Lucas, I've been down here for a month and I've just been drinking, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of different Mexican beers, man. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is one that I've been saving in the refrigerator, you know what I mean, so I could review it. I mean, the I like the bottle art, um, but this is by Charo Brewing Company and it's a Cerveza Clara Pilsner. So it's basically a light beer. So this is going to be on the, you know what I'm saying, the same level as like your your Michelob Ultra, your Bud Lights, and things like that. Uh, it's 4.5%, um, but it don't taste like no, no Mick Ultra or Bud Light. It's actually, you know, you got that, that golden lager type Pilsner color, but it reminds me of a Stella. Like, it it okay. tastes like like damn near, like, smack dead on a Stella. Um, so I, I like Stella. Stella's, it's not one of my favorite brews, but you know what I'm saying? Stella is a, is a, is a good brew to grab. You know what I mean? If there ain't nothing else, nothing else yeah, around. Yeah. I, get you know what I mean, and, and that's exactly what this is. Like it's, it's crisp, it's refreshing. Um, but once again, it, it, it for sure just gives me Stella vibes. You know what I mean? So I would get this, you know what I'm saying? For a, a solid four, you know what I'm saying? It's something that four, I would drink. Yeah. yeah. If it's available, you know I mean, I wouldn't turn my nose up if somebody offered it to me. Um, but it's, it's crisp. Like I said, it's light. But it, you definitely get Stella vibes from it. Um, is Stella, uh, Stella a Pilsner? Or does anybody know? I just had, I I just had Stella, too. I don't Yo, know I don't what Stella's know. classified as. Um, but this tastes dead. <laughs> it tastes just like a Stella, man. Like, Stella could with, Stella with, like, maybe Stella and Heineken had a, had a little baby. <laughs> I mean, oh, like, yeah. it's before before I started this crab journey, man, I to me Stella was like a a bougie beer to me because it mm -hmm. it came with a glass with like gold trim. Chalice. <laughs> where, yeah. does, where does the glass come with? Does it come in the box or are you talking about at the bar? At the bar. Oh, at okay. the bar. Yeah. So to me that because it, it was more it was more expensive for the six than any other six we was drinking at the time. So to me, Stella was like a a, a, a bougie beer, man. Yeah, I'd agree and with that. Like, to your point. Hey man, I forgot to do this during my review, but uh, you know, I, I got a little something that I meant to throw on too. Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Hey, y'all playing good ball right now. Final four, baby. Yeah, y'all playing good ball. Shout out to the Tar Heels, all my homies out there. Baycott, you know, you know how we do. Baycott might be in my Yeah, yeah, man. At some point, I'm going to just my guys on the podcast, man. At some point, I might review this during the pod. Hey, I'm with it. (laughs) Tar Heels, Duke, you going down for the second time. I got Duke winning in my in my bracket, so you know, I'm cool. Yeah, I ain't too confident, man. I, I'm sure them dudes is mad after what we did to Coach K during senior night in his yeah. final game. So that's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it probably is. It probably it probably is. All them that's dudes coming. are probably foaming at the mouth to get at it. So. Yeah, yeah, so you know, having all those yeah, celebrities, everybody there, and they had to see that that whooping. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean it, it was a perfect season for me, Tone, because I I was content with the end with the end of the season right there. I was like we ruined this guy's a little ride away, but, yeah. but now he's now he's back and he's mad. Yeah. Yeah, Anybody yeah man. Before, uh, <laughs> nah, I was about to say, before we uh slide it over to Tone, you know what I'm saying? Since since beat up introduced it to the pot, man. Yeah, I mean, this past what was it, Sunday? You know Sunday I mean? night. Uh, yeah, Sunday night. <laughs> Actually, I was not watching it, but the internet just went crazy. I um, saw it live, bro. Yes, I saw it live. John, I, like I said, I, I think Blast, we were all in the group chat. I wasn't watching it, but I started looking at the, the Twitter and what was going on, and <laughs> nobody knew if it was real at first. It was mm-hmm. like, yo, did this just happen? Like, well, see, see, I, I'm going I'm I'm to disagree with that because I thought it was real, only because like my TV basically shut down. Like uh, word. He, he smacked dude and then like my TV stopped for like 20 seconds. Uh, and so I, I was like, damn, they censoring the whole <laughs> after like at, at first I was like, all right, maybe that's a joke, but I'm like, why are they censoring 20 seconds after that? Mm-hmm. And so I immediately hopped online and uh, you know, like you said, it was going crazy. And I found a either Chinese or Japanese yeah, translation. Yeah, a Japanese translation. Yeah, and, and I mean, it showed, I was like, oh, that, that was real. Yeah, that <laughs> was real. Once he was saying, keep keep my name, I'm like, oh, that that's real. Yeah, yeah, it was I, real. And I know, like I said, I woke, I, I, you know, I'm not watching Oscar, whatever, that's not my thing. But I woke, <laughs> <laughs> woke up, you know, your normal ritual, grab your phone, at least do one swipe scroll, yeah. And man, I want to say the first 17 was like, <laughs> the geek, my but I'm like, man, is this a me? <laughs> this really happened. I was like, man. Hey, shout out, shout out to Chris Rock, though, for taking that, man. Like, he rolled with that joint. Hey, shout out to Chris Rock for not pressing charges. Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to Chris Rock for not whooping that man's ass. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, what would happen if Will went up there, smack Rock? And then Rock got to throwing hands, beat him down in front of everybody. Like you went up there to smack <laughs> him. You know what I'm saying? And then he pieced you up real quick on stage in front of everybody. That's man. a bad look for Big Willie style, man. Right. And the level of professionalism was amazing by Rock. Yeah. If they had started squabbing, they would have rolled back time back to no <laughs> colors allowed, whites only. Man, but Tone, <laughs> I'm I'm glad you bring that up. But do you think that? that still just that incident as a whole still rolls us back. Cause that's, that's Absolutely. the side, that's the side that I'm on. I'm like, man, Absolutely. all, all the quiet whispers where you, you know, the, the other people, they, they already think a certain way about us, but they don't exactly. really talk about it. But this, they, everybody, all of them at work were like, see, I told you. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like Will Smith has to be, he has to be smarter than that, man. He has to realize that he's representing black America. You know what I'm Cause it's not like black Americans win the Oscar awards every single year. You know what I mean, we have yeah. maybe a collect, I, I don't even want to throw a number out, but the number is small. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, that wins that award. So yeah. he's carrying, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, he's carrying the culture on his back. And when you do something like that, you stain the entire culture, man. Like you, right. you do. You he's, I mean? gotta, I, man, he's he's the guy that takes our culture to the other side. The right. Because yeah, he's he's likable, he's he's quote unquote harmless. You know what I mean? He's he's crossover. Right. You know I mean, and it's just like when you go up there and do something like that, it's like, well, damn, Will. And I get it because, well, actually, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. No, that's what I'm saying. Let me correct myself. I don't get it because he's been getting clowned for like the past two years because of his situation. You know what I'm saying? His his situation, open marriage or whatever they are, his -hmm. situation has got really, really messy. And so Mm -hmm. now he looked like a clown to most most Black America because like, yo, this this dude is just letting Jada kind of just run rep shop on him. That's what he is. I mean, like, you felt the pressure of that, man. That that's not you could tell that's that wasn't him. Yeah, that like, wasn't for Chris Rock. That slap wasn't for Chris Rock, man. It, it wasn't because he laughed. First of all, I think he's going through a midlife crisis. The man went through like five different emotions within an hour. He <laughs> laughed. He laughed at the joke. Yeah, he for sure. Jada gave him some. You know, <laughs> he felt like he had to, you know, take yeah. up more. Yeah. And the slap wasn't even. It was so Hollywood, man. <laughs> he didn't have nothing behind it. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a Hollywood slap. <laughs> that's, like, what, that's what made it look fake. Like, I, I don't know, I don't know, bro. That, that's, that slap definitely had some of this on it. <laughs> like he nay-nayed that dude, man. Like, <laughs> and my, my thing is, you're talking about, I don't know how long of a distance that was, but that was a good 15 sec, 10 second walk. You're trying to tell me in that time, it never hit you in the head and said, "Damn, I'm on national TV." Maybe yeah, I should I, turn around. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to see. I want to see what happened in between the walk up because they don't really show that. They show him laughing, her scowling, and then he's walking. So I, yeah. I'd like to see if there was anything that went on. You I know, think right? he. I think he realized, like, oh, this ain't funny. Even though I am <laughs> laughing, hey, he was cracking up, bro. He was cracking. And I up already up. think that he felt like she think he a sucker. Like yeah, just because yeah. of some of the moves that she be making, man. Like you yeah, have yeah, to think yeah. that he's a sucker if you're gonna keep making these moves on your on your little. I don't want to yeah. say little because I don't want to belittle what she does on your podcast or your, your your Facebook stuff. Like keep if anybody needs to keep somebody's name out your mouth, man. Keep Will Smith. Keep Jada. Keep my name out your mouth, man. Like, <laughs> like, like keep my name out your mouth. Like stop talking about us on on public platforms. She's, Got me out here right? looking goofy. She's way too messy, dog. Like, the man laughed. He was furious. He's crying. And then he's at the after party singing, getting jiggy with it. Like, he's he's all over the place, man. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was was summertime. My bad. Summertime. I mean, summertime is good. Jiggy with it sounds funny, man. Man, listen. Listen, brother. Hey, every, everything stops when summertime comes on, man. Everybody forgot about that when he dropped summertime. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm riding with that when it comes on. I just want to know when she was on that red table, putting <laughs> all their beers out there. Where where was the energy at when this young dude, like 21 years, 
younger than her was was you know having oh, relations back out yeah having relations with her where was that energy at then will like like yeah no words for that man well, I, I mean like 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 he said man that slap wasn't for chris rock man yeah that slap one for him man and, and, and you don't know i think he did unleash that energy on that young man because you ain't heard from him since. <laughs> <laughs> he will, hey, yeah. he will tone, shut your career down. Someone might need to put an APB out. <laughs> his career was in a his career was on a downslide anyway. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, my if thing, any, it, any of y'all are watching Bel Air, man, he might have had real life Jeffrey get at that dude. <laughs> hey, Bel Air is dope, man. Shout yeah, out that, to Bel Air. Jeffrey man. and Bel Air, man, he'll, he'll make a cat yeah. disappear. Yeah, shout out to Bel Air. <laughs> you know, the one thing I I, I I'm disappointed in in that is in that walk up or whatever happens. Where's where's your wife saying don't? Yeah, yep. yeah, no. Yeah. As, soon as, he, as soon as he got up, why is she like no will? Right, man. That's yeah, what grabbing I'm his to arm say, or something. You right? I, I don't want to. Ju- Go ahead, Doug. Will said that she idolized Pac. That was her perfect man. So, and Will's. Trying to be thuggery moment, she rebelled <laughs> in that man. He went she, Pac on that. Yeah. Hey, if, if you still at what in twenty twenty two, still trying to overpower the dude that your woman still can't get out her system from twenty right. some years ago, and he didn't he, smash, and he didn't even smash. Right. She she right, started right, reading. Fellas, Let's get the show back on track. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to dedicate five minutes to this, and you know, I, I think yeah, I think yeah, we can yeah. spend the whole show. Yeah. We ain't doing our our uh, our guests no justice, man. We we got a right, guest on the show for us, <laughs> yeah. man. So, Wait, uh, hey, we, hey, Will, blast saved you because you was about to get it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm I put the I put the signal out, man. Will Smith, holler at us, man. Hey, you, come, you want you want to clear show, hell? There you you, you and Rock. Come on there to this show and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure this shit out, man. Yeah. We'll figure this shit out. We'll do a Hobson stock style, man. <laughs> but it, right, man. back to the program, man. Uh, yeah, since Blast got, checked us. Yeah, yeah, man. We got our man, the real AB in the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was AB before AB. Man, okay. been in Tampa. Yeah, he he been he been in Tampa. Yeah, been in Tampa. How long you been in Tampa, Tom? Sixteen years. I mean, was AB years. even in the league? This is the real nah. AB. Tony, you're the real AB, my man. I'll take that crown. <laughs> but yeah, we, we got our man Anthony Brown in the house with us. Um, like he said at the beginning of the show, he's you know highly credentialed, man. This this dude has run a lot of stadiums that you've been inside. You know, you've enjoyed a lot of games. And this is the man that's, you know, made things run smoothly behind the scenes. So once again, we want to welcome our man. Our comrade, our friend Anthony Brown to the show. A B, welcome. Raise my glass, you tone. Cheers, brother. Yep. Yeah, tones we- froze. I think tones <laughs> oh, froze. After that oh, monumental. After, after the you set him up for the Ollie and he froze. Oh, man. Oh. There he is. Oh. <laughs> we on. We on. Well, w- welcome, Tone. Uh, you know, we're, we're glad to have you, man. Uh, you know, definitely have watched your success from a distance and been proud of you, man, and all that you've been able to accomplish. So, you know, again, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate you having me on this show. I've been waiting on this. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and so have we. And so have yeah. we, Tom. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tom, you know, we always hit hit our uh, guests with, you know, a basic question, man. You know, for those that don't know, man, why don't you, um, you know, just kind of 
let them know your background, um, you know, what you're doing, and we'll go from there. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I've been in uh, facility management, property management for right since what 2003 ish. Um, started off as a basic assistant site manager at Oriole Park in, in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and uh, kind of have grown up from there, um, bouncing around different stadiums, which uh, uh, you guys kind of touched on. Um, for those that don't know, the facility management side is basically all the stuff in the stadium you don't want to deal with. That you just most people take for granted. I tell a lot of people next time you go to a ball game, baseball, whatever, as you're leaving your seat, turn around and look down at the ground. <laughs> that's what we, that's part of what we deal with. All that trash that you see from the janitorial side and making sure things are clean for you from making sure if you're inside, the ACs are working, lights are working. It's the, basically the behind the scenes that, you know, you, you, you're never going to see. So if, if you don't see it, we're doing well because that means you're enjoying the venue. Um, Let me hit you with this question, Tom, because I never knew this. How did you get into that industry? I mean, for me, you know, it was like, okay, Tone graduated. And then the next thing I remember is B-Dub or somebody telling me that Tone is running the damn stadium. Yeah, and like yeah. he's in charge of like, everybody like in DC the stadium. or something, man. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I, I think he was giving tickets out. I'm like, damn, Tone, yeah. Tone has risen through the ranks so quickly. <laughs> hey, for, for my for my birthday, he got me tickets to the uh, who's that Tropicana? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, are... so how how do you how did you get into this field? Well, it's funny. Um, <laughs> the short the short story of that is I left Cincinnati with nothing. Moved to D.C. where my sister was. And for probably the first, I don't know, six months of living there, jobless. Okay. The first, the first crack of job I got was working at Radio Shack in the mall. And let <laughs> me tell you, when, that, when you graduated from college and that's yeah. your first gig, it, 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 it brings you down to earth. Man. So I, I, I did that for probably like the holiday season, let's say. And then December, January, the manager was like, man, you're a great manager. We, we want to put you in manager program, but we need you to commit. I said, man, I quit. <laughs> 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 I am not serving cell phones and batteries <laughs> in the mall. So they wanted to promote you and you said, I'm yeah. good. So probably, long story short, uh, I, it was a General Motors connection. Um, probably a couple months later, I got a call that they were hiring for assistant site manager for uh, this, this facility company working for the Baltimore Orioles. And I went and, you know, the rest of the history, I remember the, you know, the very first day, this is my training. The guy drove me on a golf cart all the way to the top of the stadium and he said, and it was raining. And he said, well, get off. Okay. Okay, all this is yours. Figure it out. And that was my train. What? <laughs> that was my train. And now I had to go around to all the different departments, the crews, and kind of learn, because I've never done this before in my life. 
and, and figure out how to manage people and learn at the same time. People who are probably twice my age, twice the amount of experience, but now I'm in charge of you. And now I got to figure out how to manage you and still learn from you without you hating me. That's crazy. It, it, oh. Now that guy, I, I, I credit him a lot to that fast track that you're talking about because of the fact he made me learn on my own. And then therefore the, the learning process a little faster. And so me moving up in the ranks happened a lot faster. That so makes sense. I never in? knew that part. Mm-hmm. Huh? What's your degree in? Uh, communications. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, do you even have a background in any Yeah, of I was going to say, so there's no direct correlation between it, what you're doing. Small, now, I would, because I we're being real here. So communications, I didn't, I, man, I don't know what I want to do. This is just something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get a degree. Yeah, you're something, something you got to do. Right. But now in U, at UC, I don't know how it is at the university. Now, the credit I will give them in their liberal arts program is there is a lot of specific uh, interpersonal communication classes you have to take. So it gets you to understand what people, how people are communicating to you and how to communicate to them and how to get things out of them. So it did correlate, it did help in the management role. In a lot of ways. Yeah, I remember I, I came down there for my birthday, me and Tug, and uh, you know, Tone rolled out the red carpet for us. Great seats. Mm-hmm. So I've been to many ball games before in my life, baseball games. Mm-hmm. I've never had a chance to get a foul ball. Never. Mm-hmm. Tone put actually Tone had us amazing seats, but we had a tag along. He like, listen, I can get y'all in. But since y'all gonna be with this extra person, y'all gotta take these seats. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but they they were still they were still bomb seats. Who's the tag along, man? No, nah, I know. <laughs> it was it was the person we were staying with, so you know she had to she had to go. <laughs> she she hates she hates baseball too, yeah, but she likes the players. You know, what I'm saying? definitely a story in this tag along, but yeah, carry yeah, on, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> Says she likes the players. Yeah, she's like, she was like, I hope she don't. Li- I hope she don't listen to this podcast, man. Yeah, she don't. I, you know, as soon as I kept, uh, was on my way to the airport, the way back home, I unfollowed her. Like, her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's I, I off camera. I tell you, <laughs> but anyway, get there. You know, still good seats. You know, what I'm saying right behind home plate. You know, those that's primary for style balls. Mm-hmm. So he hit one. So it's coming up. I'm like, I know it ain't coming to me. It's coming right to me. Oh man. <laughs> like, you don't understand how, how fast that ball comes. Yeah, in. man. Yeah, that spin, bro. That's why they wear gloves. So, you know, I grew up with a baseball background. I'm, I have been playing baseball since T ball high school. So I'm like, I'm gonna catch this ball. It comes down with so much heat. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. As soon as he hit the ground, two kids scurried off with it. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only I got one. I got one from Red's opening day. Oh, wow. Probably about, it's probably about 10 years ago. That was on like Fox Sports. I think they was broadcasting the game today. And luckily, we had all legitly taken off work because we was all <laughs> like me and like all four right of my coworkers. Camera. 
was all on camera and I got this foul ball, you know what I'm saying? And one of my coworkers to this day, he, he, he hates me because I ended up, um, Joe Morgan and, uh, and Pete Rose was sitting behind us and I ended up getting it autographed. Oh, and wow. To this, um, and to this day, he wants to fight me over this baseball because he swears <laughs> that it should have been his, but it hit him. And it dropped to me. And I was like, yo. And when I pick it up, when you look at on when you see it on camera, it looked like I caught it. It's like I didn't catch it though. <laughs> he just missed it and it dropped in my lap. <laughs> All right. Well, since both of y'all cats was butterfingers, let me give you my story. <laughs> uh, I, I went I went to Reds game last year. Uh and you know how they I, I it wasn't a foul ball, so I can't take that kind of credit. But you know how they toss the ball during the innings to loosen up or whatever. And so they were getting ready to get rid of the balls and uh, center fielder tossed it up. And I was like half paying, paying attention because my son had the glove and, you know, I called the dude's name. So he must've heard. And, you know, I saw my son wasn't going to get it. I was still in my seat because I think we had just gotten back with the food and I just kind of mossed up like that. Bought it right down. <laughs> he said mossed up. <laughs> the mitts. I still got those mitts, Tone. Yeah, here awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Tone, man. He showed us a good time, man. Like, good seats. Mm-hmm. Might have been like, I, I want to say it was like free. It might have been free brew if I'd have sat in an oven. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me help you there. What you turned down for that tablet? <laughs> 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 so you know, you 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 you're, you're one of the homies, so. Regardless, I'm going to make sure you straighten your seats. You're going to love them. But we had, our company has tickets, but it's only two seats. Yeah. I can't get another one. <laughs> and that puts you in the Rays Club, which is you're going to be up there with probably players' wives, side pieces, whatever. Um, <laughs> and it's free uh, beer, wine, and food. Yeah, all free everything. For the eighth inning. And you can send a nice leather seat, you know. Get your little politics on, but the foul ball story is better, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was, but and, and there was no way she was gonna drop us off and come back a swoop. She she was gonna go, so we was like, all right. I told yeah. someone, he was like, man, I can get two. He's like, I can't get three. I'm like, ah. Yeah. I'm like, all right. <laughs> she don't even <laughs> like baseball. So he, he, couldn't get to- you, he couldn't get you the two, but he still got you the three. Yeah. When is open? When is open a day for Tampa? I think uh, I don't. I'm not sure because of the the change. I think April seventh, and I'm not mistaken. I might need to try to be down there, buddy. I mean, it's I. You know what? It that's the. I've been in a lot of stadiums. Tropicana is a peculiar baseball yeah. field. It looks yeah. like almost like a big top circus almost with the. Yes. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of it's it's weird almost, but it's it's in a good location. I like the beach is right there, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of breweries right and there. bars over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's gotten a lot better since you were here. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> so yeah you gotta remember, it's, it's main. It's when it was originally built. It was built to be a convention center. I think the um, Final Four has been there a couple of times. Way oh, back in yeah, the day. I think you're right. I think you're right. And then it was turned into hockey. It was never supposed to be baseball. Baseball. You know, I, I hate the Yankees for this reason. I remember a particular opening day, Yankees. We don't get you guys opening day very often. And as soon everything was fine. 
And as soon <laughs> as they open the gates, you know, Yankees, they're annoying as hell. They <laughs> rush <laughs> in, grown, grown ass men pushing kids over. Trying, I mean, the seat's not moving. But anyway, so <laughs> they're coming in and I want to say it couldn't have been more than 45 seconds. And then this water came out the bathrooms on the lower level and just <laughs> flooded the whole level. Now, let's, is it, this is, what rating is this? Did you, TG? You, you good, man. You good. You good. So this, this was like ankle deep shit water. <laughs> <laughs> Tampons flowing in it, piece of shit flowing in it. Yeah, and they had the, these fans had to walk. I think I saw a dude with a Yankee jersey with a slice of shit on his back. He said he had a slice. Man, like, like somebody went like like this to his back for shit, man. I remember, I remember <laughs> as soon as it happened, <clears throat> oh. I remember standing there. And looking at one of my managers, and I was like, oh, hell. And then I went up to my office. Oh, man, I, this ain't me, man. Y'all got to hand out some refunds. I ain't trying to hear this, man. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's the nicest like shit on his back is hilarious. Tom, the- when, when you were going through uh, kind of your training, you talked about uh, the importance of communication. Yeah. How do you... I mean, I, you know, I know you're a little older now, but how do you as a young fellow kind of come into that, to that arena or whatever and communicate with, you know, people older than you, younger than you, and, you know, earn that, earn that respect and that trust? Well, honestly, <clears throat> I attribute that ability to y'all, us. I mean, we were coming up, we were vastly a different age range group, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Ohio thing, Dayton thing, what it is, but we just have a knack. I, I bet it's the same with y'all. I could plop y'all in any environment and y'all could probably just be cool with everybody. I think that's a tribute to a lot of people say that about us from Ohio. We're just, or Midwest, we're smooth and whatever. Um, so that helped a lot. The fact that, and, and most I don't know if he knows, you know, my, <clears throat> my real beginning in Vandalia, Ohio. So all Ooh. those experiences, yeah. we have bleak frog, trout what I think at this point. No. And what? Yeah. Uh, sport. Golf? Golf or bowling or See, swimming? Here we go. I mean, that, that is, that is just prejudice. I mean, what, what state banners have you guys hung? We're, 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 we're a nationally syndicated program. Let's keep it national. Vendetta. I mean, shoot, we, are, we, we are national. Been, been, putting, been putting a foot on the neck of the other side of the tracks for, for many of years. Educationally. I mean, they can take sports. <laughs> okay. We'll take you, got, you, you probably do have it educationally. You know? But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So. <clears throat> you better quit talking sports, man, before I bring up something some questionable stats let's start with three <laughs> uh, yeah. hey and when i found out what it was i'm like oh man <laughs> are, are you are you still claiming those 300 uh 
Well, that's all you need to know right there. That yeah. pause. That pause Man, listen, right there. I, I'm I'm in a different region, so thankfully, you know, I can navigate that story a little better. You know, in my days at UC as running back, no, you can't find my name on the roster, but I was there and I ran for 300 yards and I messed up my knee and then I. <laughs> was this, at what level of play was this, Tom? Oh, here in Florida, it was collegiate. Oh, damn. <laughs> but here, but here, don't, here, yeah, don't, here, here there's, no, there's no fact checker. I, I can tell you. Man. I mean, we, we've got, we've had some CJ guys on the show, Tom, so. You know, that's, that's good. That, that too, that's good. To let you know. So, Tom, at, at the facility, like, yes. are you, when you say the facility's manager, are you over, like, everything within the facility, like, concessions? Correct. No. So that's a, that's a, a separate entity. Um, you have facility management, which is, um, like what I said before, that's security, that's uh, HVAC workers, that's people that just make, uh set up do setups like if you had a party they they're the people going to set it up for you put the chairs the the drapes there or uh say if you're taking a baseball field and you want to flip it into a trade show they're the guys that'll come in before that and lay down flooring and whatnot um grounds crew security uh janitorial those those kind of nuances uh Food service, that's a whole nother monster on its own. So yes, and it depends which facility I was at. On some level, all those people would report to me. Latone, uh, I know he, he uh, name dropped a couple of the spots you've been at, but you know, for our listeners, I, I think they'd be interested. Let them know what stadiums, you know, and, and maybe what teams you were facilities manager for I know about the Tampa and the Cincinnati stuff but there was some stuff on your resume I had no clue about yeah let's let me see let me think if I can remember them all so on, on some spectrum we can do Oriole Park M&T Bank what's um, M&T is that the Ravens yeah okay Ravens Stadium uh FedEx Field kind of FedEx Field uh when the National Washington Nationals came back to baseball they started in RFK before they got their season. Okay. I mean, before they got their new uh, ballpark. I managed that. Actually, that was the last place I managed before I took the um, position to come down here to Tampa. Okay. So, had those uh, Raymond James, Tropicana Field, Paul That's Brown the Bucks Stadium. And the, and the Devil Rays, right? Yeah. Um, okay. And a little slice of, of the Reds baseball park. That, that was probably the first time I kind of got fired. <laughs> oh, well, well, we, we got to go into that, man. I'm about to say, that sounds like a story, man. It's not really a story. It was more of a, so <laughs> when, I got to, let me be crystal clear. So when I say I'm a facility <laughs> manager of these stadiums, I don't work for the ballparks. So it's a company, a facility company, management company that yes, ballparks normally bring in so they don't have to deal with the day-to-day -day of things. So they don't have to worry about hiring people. They don't, all they have to do is go to me. If they have an issue with anything, then I run everything that's coming out of our company in your state, gotcha. if that makes sense. So <clears throat> quickly on that one, the first part of my career, the first two years was with another company that I wasn't with 
for very long. But that was the fast track. This is the guy that dropped me off at the top of the, the uh, stadium that day to train me. So within probably, I don't know, maybe a year and a half, I got promoted like three times. And then that was when they said, okay, well, we want you to take over. We just got the contract for Paul Brown Stadium. We want you to take it over. Okay, I shoot out there. And there's a lady that uh, is kind of my same position, and she was at the Red Stadium. And I'm supposed to help her. But at this point, you know, I was, what, 23, 24? Yeah, he was a young dude. Moving up the fast track, feeling myself. Like, you know, by the time I got to the Red Stadium, I'm like, man, what are you telling me? I don't, <laughs> you know who this is. Like, it's me. <laughs> I am him. Right. So it got to a point of they had to choose. And the fact that she was, she was, had a, her boyfriend was the head of the Red Stadium at the time. We know who they picked. So they sent me back to Baltimore, and then that's where it just continued from there. Probably about after I went to ball, back to Baltimore to Oriole Park, I probably did another, I don't know, maybe a year. And then I moved on to another company. And that's the company I've been with, I was with for probably 12, 13 years. So, like, on, <clears throat> let's just say there's nothing going on at the stadium opposed mm-hmm. to something that's going on in the stadium? Like, how would, how does your day differ between the two? Uh, so it never stops. So the easy day is the event day because this is, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like sports, right? So you, the hard part is to practice. So when you get to the game, the game is just, the game is easy because you practice so hard. That's, in a nutshell, what it is being in facilities. So all those days where, say, the team, a baseball team's out of town for a week and a half, that entire time is projects, uh, maybe some construction, deep cleaning, uh, something that nobody knew was broke the entire time they were in town. Now we have to spend the entire 10 days fixing it. So it's, it's the, the hard work is when teams leave. Because that's finally the time people have time to actually get in the nuts and bolts of things that have to be done. Gotcha. So do you, do you manage the stuff like outside of sports? Like if they have a concert at Raymond James or some or Tropicana or something like that? I have. Yeah. Okay. Normally, um, in most of those places, in most stadiums, that's a that's another department. It's called a well, event department that is normally the the folks that go out and try to. Um, uh, advertise and get those kind of um, events to come in. And then they'll do the, like the, the front end of it, get all the details of what the event is, what they're going to need, um, those kinds of things. And then that's passed on to facilities. And then now we have to fulfill all the things you promised. So Tone, I noticed on, I didn't even notice either that you had transitioned, I think from the, um, you know, stadium management to a new position uh, mm-hmm. with the church, I believe. So mm-hmm. why don't you talk about that? And, and what, what kind of made you make that jump? <sighs> well, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, Tone starts with a well, 
I needed Jesus in my life. I needed the Lord to come and save me. This is the dirty. Uh, so I don't know what 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 positions you guys hold right now in your your lives, but the blessing of that what I positions I've held. So I've been as high as what you would consider a vice president of a $100 million company, right? So when you get to these levels, and this is why I teach a lot of people that I come across that work for me so they can understand what it's like and the stuff people won't probably normally tell you, right? So <clears throat> you get to see the dirty behind the scenes. All the employees are way down here. The money's way up here. And now you get in that room and hear how people stab each other to keep the money. It happens in every business, including this one. So uh, fast track that story. The last year I worked for this company, we lost the contract for Tropicana Field. Right? And, but at this point, I think I still had because uh, my job at that point was to set up operations in any stadium we had, manage it, like put, put managers in place, and then they would report to me. And then my job was to build that side of the company. So most of the time, I was just traveling all over the country trying to get other stadiums to let us in. So at that point, I was probably really courting a lot of NASCAR uh, racetracks. And so we lose this contract. And this is when it gets dirty. And this is why I didn't have to leave. Matter of fact, the company wanted me to stay. They were like, oh, well, you can stay. You can keep the same pay, all the benefits we give you, keep the company car, all these things. But we need you to move to Dayton, Ohio. We need you to now, you're going to just manage this. Like, I don't, I can't, it's wherever they make uh, plastic forks in Dayton. There's a, there's a facility that does this. And now you wanted me to manage this facility, which is like 17 rooms down. But we're going to keep it safe. One, first of all, it's not plausible because my children are here in Florida. Yeah. So I'm yeah. not going back to Dayton. Secondly, I don't want to go back to Dayton. Exactly. The biggest <laughs> thing, I'm not going back to Dayton. <laughs> so, so they said, well, think about it. And at the time, we were still fighting to... Um, stay at Tropicana Field. They allowed us to rebid on it and whatnot. And here goes the faithful night. Because <laughs> the only person I reported to at the time was president of the company. And we were chopping it up, trying to figure out how can we get back in to this, this stadium. And I had worked up a whole presentation, blah, blah, blah. And I sent it to him like earlier this day, like this is call it in the morning. But I had not heard from him. But we meet the next morning with Tropicana Field. And then he calls me like a 10 at night. And he's like, you know what? I just don't see no other way around it. I, I just want you to know though, I think we're going to go in this meeting. The only plan I have, I'm going to have to blame you. What? He said that to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, huh? Yeah, I, I, I mean, we put all these numbers together, and I think at the end of the core of it, if I just let you take the blame, you might be able to say this. I said, oh, okay, okay. 
Because <laughs> my wheels are turned. I've made money. I, I'm, I'm not tripping. And I know my, my, and this is what I tell a lot of youngsters or people I come across, know your worth. Know what you, what work you've put in that you know you can go somewhere else and do the same thing because of the work you put in. Um, so we get in this meeting. It was me, president, and one of my other managers under me. And I sat back in this meeting. I heard the president like lightly hint at it's my fault. And then I looked at this person that was literally Hungry. came from nothing that I raised say, he yeah, blamed because me. Anthony oh. said, oh, wow. <laughs> and they were like, and this, no, you, I've been to Tropicana Field for, at that point, 12 years. They know me through and through. And they looked at me and said, you don't have nothing to say? And I was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> so the very next day, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm, 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 we'll just mutually break off. They were nice. They gave me a few months of pay, gave me, let me keep the company car. And then um, for like probably five months, jobless, just chilling, going, waking up to <laughs> go to the Y every day. And then uh, when I wanted to get back in it, I don't know if, it, 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 if it's uh, was just in my, in the plan, in God's plan for me there to come across this, this, this church. But the church, because I knew it was a slam dunk that I could get it for what they wanted. And, but they weren't paying anywhere near what I had been used to. And I was already still being courted by some other companies. And I went and they gave me the job. And then, I don't know, it was like a calling to say, this is where you need to be. So I took the job. And then funny enough, I was there a year. And then COVID hit, right? So the beauty of working at this church is the fact that I've put in the work. What they do need me to do is easy. And it's a church, so they're kind of really, they're family friendly, all that kind of stuff. So it's not like corporate, corporate. So I can, I can come when I want to. I can go when I want to. I, I started actually one of my, um, you can't, we say, can't say N-word here, but one of my partners, <laughs> we started a, a side business, uh, maintenance business, consulting. So, I mean, it's really like having a full-time job that I do part-time. And I can just do whatever I want outside of it. That's love. Right. Yeah. So at the end of so, the day, it, it kind of worked out. Well, it really worked out. And uh, I don't think I would go back to that corporate. Like, so what do you do for the church? Like, what, what is it that you do? Same thing. Same, same thing as the stadium. So probably just more um, intimate in the fact that I only have two employees. And then it's me. But we do a lot of the same things. I... I Instead of another department going out to get uh, somebody to do a concert and rent, I do that. Um, we have a, a lease. A, so our campus is 10 acres. Okay, so this is a mega yeah. church. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like an operating budget, probably annually of $5 million, right? Oh. And yeah, so we have administration building where our offices are. There's a big cathedral that, that I think capacity is probably like 2000 and then there's another building um, that's a school that I rent like gym space to. And then we actually have a, uh, a school that's there every day that we rent 
at least two, but we take care of the maintenance side of that. So it's, it's a lot that goes on. So I still got to do the, the janitorial, the HVAC, the event planning, the renting, the making a lease for them, um, the lawn care, all that I do. And it, it really just was a perfect mesh of timing and the fact they really needed somebody who knows how to do it. They've been, for years, have been mixing in people that, you know, you get in church and people say, I can do it, but you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think you touched on it just a little bit that you and one of your partners started uh, JA Maintenance. Correct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a business we started that is really focuses on, so we can do anything from, uh, so it's maintenance and clean. We can do anything from if somebody just needs their home clean, or if you, you know, you want a TV hung in your, your house, you can come to us, or we can go as high as you want. I don't know. You want a new porch built. So I may not personally do that, but now I have vendors and relationships over time that now it's, it's more of a, like I'm the maintenance the facility company now to where I can go get you a vendor to do that. I'll get you a good deal. You're just really paying me a fee at that point. So we, it's, it's just a, up, a vastness man? of that kind of thing. Yeah. And Tona, uh, one of our listeners asked if they have a slice of shit on their back, can you take care of that? <laughs> Listen, I, 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 there's things I do, <laughs> and there's things that I, I ain't do. doing. I ain't doing. <laughs> a slice of shit is where you draw the line. That, that's only one of the lines. This is called. Uh, it's a box. I, I call it a box. There's many lines. But, you know, yeah. No. No. I've I've left an employee. <laughs> high and dry outside when I saw a snake and he was in a tree <laughs> and I was, yeah. I was supposed to be the support. I, I turned and I saw this snake on the wall. Boom. I'm out. <laughs> hey man, y'all's wildlife in Florida is crazy, man. Like man. I was reading a story the other day about Orlando and just a gator on the golf course. Oh, yeah. like, man, if I seen that in Ohio, man, I'm dipping. Yeah, <laughs> you, 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 that, when I first moved here, I remember there was some chick I was trying to take somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to get too vulgar here, but yeah, man. You are good all the way up until the N-word, man. Like, you, okay. you are good. So, oh. I, you know, I, I'm still I'm a still young man from Ohio <laughs> at the time. A young man. And Tell him. Young man. Young man from Ohio, you know, I don't have if the house is like 20 minutes away. We ain't got to make it all the way there. So I, <laughs> so I said, man, have you ever been to this park up the street? Oh. <laughs> Talk about it. And, 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 and the girl said she wouldn't go because, and this is, I'm not going to go no further, but this is my education on the fact that everybody of water no matter how small or big the border has a gator in it. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. <laughs> that little fenced in uh, water that you see at a target around you, gator. that's gator. Yeah, yeah. It's it, all, it, man. 
I know you. I know your career is working out fabulous for you, brother. But you know, if you ever need a second career, I think stand up. You do damn well. <laughs> Tone, Tone has always been that dude when it comes to comedy. Yeah, hey. and, and it's it's not like he's even trying, man. It ain't like he writes the material. Tone is just a funny dude, man. Let, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you a story about Tone, man. Yeah. So this is when we're at UC, and uh. Tom was like, man, you want to go to D.C. to highlight my sister? I'm like, cool, let's go. Mm, mm. So, <laughs> so it was another guy, you know what I'm saying? He, I think he was in the vicinity when Tom was inviting me. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? I think he wanted to go. Mm-hmm. He had no cheese or whatever. So mm-hmm. we was just like, all right, man, we, we'll look out for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's crucial. So. That's love. Yeah. When, it, it is love. So when a guy says we got you, at least have some cheese. Don't be like cheeseless. You know I need saying? to know these Don't names. Don't be man. cheeseless. I, 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 feel, I feel like I know the name of this guy. Have, have a couple. Have a couple ducats. Don't have mm-hmm. us like breaking bread for every little thing we do. Okay. So we saying like we got you, but it's kind of like a, you know, like we got you, but like. Huh. You need to have your own, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so we get there, and everything's a lot higher in DC than it was in Cincinnati. Yep, yeah. I think yeah. I think me and Tone paid like 50 for parking one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to park. Yeah, yeah. Get there, and this guy had the nerve to complain yeah. about. <laughs> hey, does this guy listen to our podcast? Man, this sounds this sounds like a familiar. Cause I'm I'm, start, I'm starting to go down names in my head, and I don't know if I know who the person is, but you know who the person is. But yeah, you nah, know, fuck, you know. And let me stab in there, cause yeah, I was gonna say, don't, not, he, he, say not giving that that story the justice. You're talking about. I'll just say in one evening where we went to a club, we probably did pay the fifty for parking. He has no money. We get in the line, the DC line is long as hell, but we ain't staying in it. We're going to skip this line and we pay for him to skip the line. Go in the club. I don't drink, no, I drink liquor and beer, but this young man got me on, what was that, Moet? (laughs) (laughs) He got a bottle, I got a bottle, the dude got a bottle. Man, and it's chocolate city, so you know what it is in the club. Right. You're twisted. And I remember we, we he said it in the club to me. And I was like, oh man, about all these women. And then after the club, when we got in the cup, this young man said it again. Like, man, this was man, I didn't even have a good time. I said, in what? <laughs> Hold on, rewind what? that. You said you said what? He said I said in word. <laughs> man, I never unleashed on another man my same age. Hey man, I like that. No, and don't forget, B Dub. That's the before we went to the club. That's the same guy that was jealous of your hair. <laughs> your hair? He was jealous of the grain of his hair. He jealous hey, of the man. grain. <laughs> so we were on a balcony, man. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, he was, I don't know what he, he was. Man, he was, I think Doug was brushing his head. We was all having pre-game <laughs> drinks. And that man said, man, it must be nice to have some good grain. And I said, 
<laughs> hey man, the, the funny part is I'm almost 100% positive of who y'all talking about. But what what's even funnier is that if he's gonna listen to this episode, <laughs> oh, hey, he, he's, hey. Been, he's been told about this story. Like if he if he got on the podcast, he know this story coming up. Hey, hey, let, let me let me uh, hop in real quick, man. I got some breaking news for y'all, especially with Tone being in Tampa. Looks like got? Bruce Arians is retiring, and Todd what? Bowles is stepping in as the head coach. Oh wow, that's wow. Blast Schefter here, breaking news wow. on the podcast. <laughs> wow, that's deep. Yeah, man. Wow. Hey, but did y'all see Arians' comments last week? I believe it was last week. He was like, "I'm so happy that Brady is here." He was like, "Man, I've been drinking a little too much." Like that man admitted to just getting smacked all the time because he always looked like he smacked yeah. on the on the on the sideline. Like red, like you know. Yeah, beat red, man. Like, I'm like, that dude drinks. Fresh did you Brady Tone? Did you ever meet Brady? Me? Oh no, that was he was he was he was yeah. there before he was gone, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Say, yeah. Man, you met the goat, yeah. man. Uh, I gotta get this off blast. Uh, I've been oh. holding this ever since you texted me. Damn. I have. It's not, it's no, no, no. It's, hey, it's a, it's a, this tone, is I didn't come here for no tone berating, man. Man, because see, <laughs> this, this, and Blast, I, I pray you still remember this. Because every time, anytime you communicate with me, it's the only thing that goes across my brain. It's burned <laughs> in my brain forever. Damn. This, go, this goes to UC. One time we was chilling outside of Arby's. Oh. I've heard this story so many times. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hold man, on, this sounds like good. a good one coming up, man. The word Arby's and it, I was done. I was done. <laughs> Hold on, man. I don't I don't know this story, so we gotta oh, let the okay. listeners share the story. Let, let you know, man. Man, yeah, I gotta hear the story. I mean, I hope it wasn't one of them you had to be there, but we were you you know chilling on the on, on the tables outside of Arby's. Yeah, he, he, I don't to give you some context, man. Back in the day, our dorm um it was right across the street from an Arby's. On Calvary so, Street. So, like, you know, you could walk out of our front door and you know, go to Arby's and they had these concrete tables, and we would just post up there on a nice day. Mm-hmm. Go go ahead, Tone. So, you know, this 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 is Regular, uh, uh, not in work, blackie and talk on, on the stoop. And um, this, like, this, like, raggedy, I don't know if it was a Pinto or what, but one of them Hondas that, that, you know, got the smoke coming out. But this guy pulls out of Arby's and pulls in front of us and then puts his face, his head out the window. And this is this is like a full. This is like Santa Claus. He looked like Santa Claus, bro. He just was like, "Thanks, Arby's." <laughs> I can't remember Tone. Like, did he, did he take a bite as he was doing that? He might have. I feel like he had a little bit of the roast beef. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Man, I ain't never hey, he was so thankful for Arby's that day, man. man. Uh, Tone has always had the connections back at UC. If y'all don't know, no. me, Blast, Tone, we all went to University of Cincinnati. Eric went to Ohio State. We had some classic times at Ohio State, too. 
So we've got a lot of stories from UC. But Tone has always had good connections. So we stay off campus on Ravine and Clotter. Me, Blast, Doug, who isn't here. Shout out to Doug. And uh, Slim. Um, Tone knew somebody who worked at a corner store, corner store by our crib. His name was, I ain't gonna, well, should I say his name, Tone? Go ahead. His name is Tom. There you go. Shout out Shout out to Tom. Tom. Salute Tom. Tommy. So it's a corner store, mind you. So we all college students. We all broke. So we can, wherever the hookup is there, we, we take advantage of it. We go in there every Friday. Yeah. Religiously, every Friday. Tone comes swoop. We hit this little corner store. It's like a it's like a bodega. Yeah. Go in there. It's still there too. Is it? On, on the corner, it's on Ravine and Warner. There it that is. corner store. That's it. That's yeah. it. It's still there. So we go there. Me and Tone walk in. We grabbing like two and three twelve mm-hmm. miles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Going that yeah, much. Deli sandwich. Yep. Yep. Whatever you get your hands on. Tom at the register. Man, we paying like two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> two bucks for the whole walk, man. Not, hey, first time hey. we did it, I'm like, man, this can't be right. Like, I, I know it's right. But I'm like, man, this has to be a setup. <laughs> like, we're walking out like this. And it's like, it's love. Every Friday. Every Friday. Yeah. I've given that man just a handful of change for a 12 and a sandwich, man. I'm like, man, 37 cents. And he'd be like, man, I'm like, like, dude, if they audit you, you're going to be fucked. Dude, your register can't be good. (laughs) Every Friday, we are just killing these dudes. (laughs) Hey, man, I've seen, Tony, I don't even put you out there like this, man. Dude. I've seen Tom going to the bookstore. He needs a book. He went to the bookstore. This man ripped pages out of a book and just walked out. Oh, allegedly. Wow. Allegedly. Wow. He allegedly walked out. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. Huh? Hey, man. I'm like, hey, man, this dude is so gangster. <laughs> he doesn't care. Man, listen, man. Listen, I credit all that to the marijuana culture. Oh. It, it, <laughs> It puts you in another world of, you know, you can try to do anything. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> oh, man, it. it's, it's been a pleasure, man. You, yeah, man. You, you got to come back, man. You, you're yeah. hilarious, bro. Anytime, anytime. Uh, and I'm like, I know you got thousands more stories. I'm uh, I'm like, hell, I was with you on half of them, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Tom, yeah. before we get out of here, man, you know, if the people want to get in touch with you, man, you know, social media or, you know, your new company, let them know how they can do that, man. Uh, you can hit me up on um, for the JA maintenance. You can email ajamilbrown at gmail.com. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> or you can uh, call or text 813-393-8284. So it is. You don't need it. Tone, I'm going to hit you up, bro. I'll probably, like I said, I should be in Tampa in the- Probably like the next two weeks, man. We had to link up, man. Kick it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They got a they got a lot yeah. of nice breweries down there, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, get, I guarantee, once you hook up a tone, next pod, you'll have a story. Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> one, one more bit of breaking news, man. 4.75 on this, man. It went up. It went up. 
Yeah. Hey, and I'm a, I'm gonna go with mine, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four and a half, man. Hey, breaking news. Uh, killed oh, it. All gone. All oh, gone. Nah. Hey. Breaking news. Hey. The classy the classy Azul is gone. Whoever gets this Aaron BB next, you not getting this bottle. <laughs> for all for those who can't see that, he just killed the bottle. Oh, I yeah. can't. I can't. We can't stop this without. I told. I'm not gonna name them. I told uh, somebody I would shout you out, Blast, right? Because uh, we were talking about, you know, back in the day, and we were talking about flexibility, right? And how do you get better flexibility? And how flexible, how much flexible we were at that younger age. Younger and age. And I attribute my flex, I told, I attribute my flexibility to this brother of mine. He used to have this forest green escort. What? <laughs> the back seat of it. <laughs> if you, I mean, pause, but you had to spread eagle to get up in there. <laughs> if you, I, I mean, I, I'm six two, man. You know, I, I and, 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 and we're sitting next to a brother that's six five. Hey, hey Tone, ideally. I probably could have drove the escort from the back seat. You could have. I should have taken out the front and just drove the escort from the this, back. This is you and the escort and somebody in the back. This is how y'all communicate. This is your face and they face. Hey man, can you turn? Yeah, this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> true that. True that, man. I told them I, I would. I would mention that that classic. Shout out to the escort, man. I had a story. Did your dad think like, man, you were Nah, he, he, he bought the escorts when me and Josh were little, man. Uh, I think he, he bought one for them and one for my sister. He bought two at the same time, man. But what, what did he say about what you did to it? Oh, with the paint and the rims? Yeah, you put rims and you put rims, paint, and bump on you, it. You had 10 on it. He was like, ride that shit, young G. Nah. <laughs> nah, he probably didn't say something. No, he didn't say Young G. He said Yangy. Hey, Yangy. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't know what my dad. I mean, you know, I, I think when I turned sixteen, man, it was basically mine. I forget what what they was rolling at the time, but you know, mm -hmm. it was basically me at that point, man. I got. It. I've got so many stories about that story, and I will tell these off camera. Man, man, <laughs> man. that's real. All right, E man, hey, man, wrap it up. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Tone, it's been real, bro. Um, you are definitely welcome back anytime. Yes, sir. Uh, like I said, man, it's 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 always good when we get cats that we rock with, you know what I'm saying? That we either, you know what I'm saying, went to school with neighborhood, college, and all that. Like the, the stories just keep the podcast moving, man. I know a lot of people be listening, like, man, we don't know what these cats are talking about, but we enjoyed ourselves. We enjoyed you. Welcome back anytime. Um, I'm gonna hit you up in the next couple of weeks when I'm down in Tampa. Yeah, we expect to see some content with y'all two dudes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hops and Stocks, episode hey, shout 34. Out to, uh, Sanchez before we get out of here, man. Yeah, Sanchez, Plaza Azul, um, Last Day in Mexico. One more Reba. Probably about, yeah, I'm about to, Arriba. I'm probably about to go, go out and do some ratchet shit, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Arriba! Arriba! We're going to do some ratchet shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real talk, man. 
your 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 spot looked like the daylight ain't changed not one bit, man. Is that is that sunlight <laughs> or light, man? What is that? Nah, it's it's straight up sunlight. So man, man I showed it last time I was here, man. Like uh on our last episode, I tried to show the sun. Like it the sun is like literally just I actually got the blinds closed because it just beams so hard in here, man. But I'm in Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. I've been in here for a month. It's legit. I I I am literally looking at condos every single day that I can buy because I want to live here. <laughs> like I don't like I want to live here at least part of the year. I don't know if I can do it full time, but part of the year, I, yeah, I want to live here for sure. How how, how the queens down there? You said the who? How the what? You heard me. He said he said the queens. He wrapped this up. He wrapped yeah. this up. And Wrap it up real quick. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> we want to thank Tone. Stay on, stay on. We about to wrap this up. You know what right. I'm saying? Once again, we want to thank y'all. Actually, we want to thank Tone, and we want to thank y'all for tuning in. Hops and Stocks, episode 34. Signing so, off. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, man. YouTube, all the yeah, 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 yeah. We out there, man. Yeah, Spotify got the new video version, so we've been, you know, what I'm saying, releasing that for the last two weeks. We out here, man. Hops and Stocks, episode 34. Hey, if you don't check us out, don't make us run up on you like Will Smith, man. For sure. <laughs> man, if we ever depart from my heart, too, I'm riding with you. I'm riding with you.